0: Welcome to the Dukey Radio Show. The director's commentary What's Wrong with Dukey Edition? This is not a normal Dukey Radio Show podcast, although, how much normality features in this show is up for debate at the best of times. And this is most definitely not the best of times. And it's for this very reason that this particular installment is adopting a different format. With a nod of the hat to the director's commentaries featured in the extras of many a DVD, this podcast will feature yours truly attempting to dissect what's wrong with Dukey. Well, using his name in the third person may be a good place to start. And in the style of Geoffrey Bernard is Unwell, which is a play by Keith Waterhouse about the real-life journalist and pickled liver owner the same name, a man's vulnerability, my own, is going to be on display, examined and analysed. To give you an idea of what this famous play was like, the late Peter O'Toole made the eponymous leading role, famous in the West End, largely because the real life character he was portraying was quite similar to him. But the big question needs to be asked. Will we find out what's wrong with Dukey? I can't promise anything, but we'll have a jolly good look. And is there a better way to begin the process of analysing one's vulnerability than by hearing an old reel-to-reel tape machine rewinding in all of its squelchy glory? There it is, yes. A lot of first-time listeners to the Dookie radio show probably thought that the reel-to-reel tape sound was a sign that this show has a vintage retro sensibility. It doesn't. Then add into the equation the theme song, which is based around the soundtrack to the Supermarionation British television series Stingray from the mid-1960s. So you've got the sound of analogue tape a variation on the Stingray theme song, and, well, at first listening, you'd be forgiven for assuming that this might be a classic music show, for instance, one of those podcasts that discusses tracks from the 1960s and 70s. And in reality, no, it's just a posh lad talking dart. Ladies and gentlemen, London and indeed the rest of the world, it's the Dukie Radio Show. And usually after that Pathé News-style introduction... Listeners are then greeted with the opening bars to the Quincy Jones composed theme song to the American television series Samford and Son. The reason why I chose this song for banter background music is that I happen to really adore the bass line to this tune. It's quite inventive and daring from a four-string point of view for what was to become a popular 1970s television series, which, incidentally, was a Yankee adaptation of the British programme Steptoe and Son. Normally this introduction segment of the show is kicked off with me saying hello four times back to back. Hello, 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 hello. Followed by alliteration-heavy wordplay, which has been heavily influenced by Stephen Fry's introductions on the much-loved panel show QI. QI. While the reference to the Dukey radio show's denizen of downloaders is very much my own, the tone and delivery I employ owes a great deal to Mr Fry and QI.
1: Who is this guy? He sounds like an asshole.
0: And that chat that you just heard there, or rather my suspect attempt at the voice of a an aggressive New Yorker, is my technique to break up banter topics and to hopefully maintain interest. There's no doubt that the work of the Jerky Boys impacted on this recurring voice character delivery in a big way. And he's arrived at a good place as I need to dispense with this examination of the anatomy of the Dookie radio show by getting to the main reason why this non-standard approach has been utilised here and now.
1: So why the hell are you doing this, you freak?
0: In the same way that the human body can reject a donor organ, or even the reattachment of a severed one, I felt a bit off with regards to what I had originally intended to be the theme for this week's show. It was originally going to be called Back to Cool, an obvious bit of wordplay around the phrase back to school and it was going to be themed around all the things that one can do to cheer themselves up as the first chills of the fast approaching winter are being felt here in the UK and throughout the Northern Hemisphere. An entire show based around this very theme was realised, recorded and edited and was ready to be uploaded onto iTunes and many other digital providers last week. But I didn't do it. I pressed delete. I didn't feel right about the show. Yes, the attempts to come up with ways to cheer up our listeners as the nights are fast becoming longer were admirable. But they weren't believable. And that's just not right. Maybe it's due to the cavalcade of vile news that we've been getting from abroad. Perhaps it's due to the Scottish referendum coverage here at home. There's also the distinct possibility that post-tour and holiday blues has weighed down my enthusiasm for, well, everything. This is not right.
1: Yeah, boo-hoo, blah-blah-blah. Snap out of it, motherfucker.
0: Although far from ornate linguistically, that lad is right. And that's why this show's attempting to work out what the hell is wrong with Dukey.
1: Oh, God,
0: you still seem uncomfortable with all this toy-poison bullshit. All the reason more to break up this well-honed intro to the show with a jingle that sounds like a British Tourist Board feature from 1966. All of London, even the handbags, are swinging to the sides of the Dookie Radio Show. The Dookie Radio Show does not broadcast on a frequency that exists. However, it's available for download every Monday if you're up for it. And, oh, heads up, you are. Camp yeah, Benina Shitty. sit back in the joy. That's the jingle for scintillating situations in your city, featuring a nondescript eastern block accent from yours truly, and a rather brilliant zombie surf track from the early 1960s. In this segment, the nice of the nice Sylvia Silversmith informs us about interesting and usually slightly eccentric goings on, both locally here in the UK and around the globe. From Rice Cake warfare events in the subcontinent to sumo wrestling themed 10k runs in london the distinct voice of sylvia makes everything seem that little bit better yet as of late i've been a bit of a boring wet fart and how i've integrated with the lovely sylvia who is a very important part of the Dukey radio show she's a regular contributor here and the amount of times in which i say the word absolutely as a reaction to her interesting tidbits from around the globe is staggering. What's wrong with Dukey? Absolutely loads! Have a listen to a deleted segment from our cancelled Back to Cool show. I'll add fart sounds to each and every instance in which I say absolutely. You're going to get farted out, big time.
1: Example
2: what? But, you know, these things do happen. And where they happen, I think we should celebrate them.
0: Absolutely. Staffordshire, 8 in the morning.
1: Example 2.
0: Right. Now, Cumbria is
1: very beautiful.
0: Absolutely. The Lake District is based in that neck of the woods.
1: Example 3.
0: Castilian Spanish. Is your language.
1: It really is
2: my language, isn't it? Maybe I should move there. Absolutely. I have no idea how to pronounce this first word.
0: I think the word is pronounced absolutement. Example four.
2: I think we should go, everyone, wear your flame retardant
0: clothing. Absolutely. No burn baby, burn disco inferno for us.
2: Example five. Doesn't that sound fabulous?
0: Absolutely. It sounds like the makings of a perfect getaway.
2: It sounds perfect to me and every day as the festival is commemorated with its own parade. And
1: fart.
0: In addition to the splattering of absolutes throughout the banter, I also fail to come up with the goods when asked a genuine question from Sylvia. In this next segment, I resort to strong language instead of providing useful conversion info. Cursing, not conversion Or something like that. Have a listen. All will be revealed.
2: And, Dookie, there's so many things going on in this festival, but what I love is that there's a fire run.
0: A fire run? A
2: fire run, which is 10 kilometres. How how long is that in language
0: Marciana, I understand? Really fucking long.
2: Okay, really long. So this event...
0: Swearing to get a cheap laugh. That's absolutely out of order. But... At least I didn't resort to fart humour. Facebook
1: Click on your mouse to our Facebook page Facebook It's easy to find, it will not take an age Facebook www.facebook.com forward slash The Dookie Radio Show The Dukey Radio Show
0: The Thin White Dukey is Right Click your way to the Dukey Radio Show Facebook page www.facebook.com Forward slash the dukey radio show the dukey radio show the dukey radio show another catalyst for myself to feel not so fresh as of late is that even the fellow podcasters who i usually get inspiration from have left me feeling nonplussed the dukey radio show has never been a critical entity of others creative pursuits indeed long-term listeners will know that the only strong feelings I've aired on the show have been solely aimed at the fade-out on songs. But more about that another time. And I will not deviate from this non-critical approach. After all, this is a fluffy show. Well, maybe not this particular winchfest version, but as a whole, the Dukey Radio Show is a celebration of all that's good on this bluish-grey planet of ours. Perhaps it's due to the planetary alignment in our solar system, or the busy schedules of the many comedians whose podcasts I adore, but I found myself becoming irritated instead of amused when a particular fave podcast trio from the other side of the pond resorted to a 10 minute singing competition between each other on what is normally a banter-related show, and a brilliant one at that, it made me wonder if I was not alone in feeling off. It's akin to a favorite meal from a favorite restaurant leaving you feeling empty. And as a way to celebrate this important realization, I'm now going to have a 15-minute singing competition with myself.
2: Ew,
3: what's a dookie? Let's see what slutty Sue is doing in her house, in her
1: house. I like to clean. Let's see what slutty Sue is doing in her house, in her house.
0: done with those mugs to a mere pedestrian or uninitiated local penge may appear to be an unremarkable suburb of london neither city nor country neither posh nor destitute but in this quiet enclave in the southeastern quarter of our nation's capital is an Art Deco semi-detached house owned and occupied by a North American transplant to Blighty named Slutty Sue. And while I was on my way to the Dukey Radio Show studios, I popped into Sue's pristine abode and asked, Slutty Sue, what have you been up to?
3: So I've gone back to school. I decided to take a class in how to do calligraphy because I like the way the ink gets all over and makes everything nice and dirty. And I just can't resist the lure of a nice, big font. My teacher is really good and when my hand goes wandering he makes sure to help me out by gripping it nice and tight but then when I messed up it spurted and clogged up my teacher's pen so today I've mostly been scrubbing the ink off my writing teacher's nib
0: from the shelved back to cool edition of the Dukey radio show that was slutty sue doing things with her nib.
1: Bone swap. here's a song about a man with a car and a big problem. Do you wanna guess what smells in Duke's car? All I yeah. And do you want to guess the stench in his bow eye? Uh, and what the hell's the source of that whiff? What is causing that nasty You. Investigating that funky punk in Dookie's What? Yeah. Stinks!
0: Another reason why I've not been feeling all that great is sleep deprivation. Some of this is due to the disruption that being on tour, which I have been, can have on one's nocturnal patterns but some of it is also due to my dog. Molly is her name, Molly the Sprolly, a springer spaniel border collie cross. Recently, she's had a bit of an itch and being of a, an obsessive bent, she has a go at it regularly, relentlessly, in the wee hours, four hours. This can't be nice for Molly at all, and it's definitely not conducive to nocturnal bliss for yours truly. Having read up on natural remedies for doggy-related itches, I discovered that tea tree oil is quite effective in treating the cause and symptom of doggy discomfort. I applied some to the affected area, and it's worked. But Molly has been in my car quite a bit, and now... My 1995 Volvo estate car smells of tea tree
1: oil. And now you know what cars that hum induced cars. And now you know. Cool, blimey,
0: mate. Is you taking the piss with that smell or what? It was the mid 1990s, and I was in Texas, where I met a group of three aesthetically pleasing African American women, young enough to be children destined for greatness one of them came from a family too poor to have a surname so she was christened with a name too difficult to pronounce but which sounded like the word bounce pronounced by a particularly dim person who didn't know how to speak english when i attempted it in an italian style "bionce," i appeared to upset both the surnameless beauty and her family She stressed the importance of being a very independent lady, yet was still not even an adult at the time. Strangely, despite extolling her virtues of independence, she harped on a a great fondness for wanting to receive rings from men who were fond of her, even making an overly aggressive gesture of pointing to her ring finger. Clearly enamoured with the idea of eventually marrying, and perhaps in doing so, obtaining the surname she had been denied her whole life. Bounce. Beyonce! Whatever her name, I wonder what became of her, and if she ever got that ring on her finger and the surname she so desperately desired. Since moving away from Croydon Radio, the original host of the Dukey radio show, a number of features and characters like Sebastian, who we just heard there rabbiting on about Beyonce, have taken a back seat. And in a strange way, it's become a bit lonely without them. And perhaps some of the general Malays, lieutenant Malays and indeed major malaise, may be the result of withdrawal from the many characters and segments that were regularly featured on the Dukey radio show in those exciting Croydon Radio days. Justin Timberlake once extolled the virtues of bringing sexy back. Well, I'm bringing Sebastian back, yeah, along with many others. Characters, that is, and features. Like the remote parts of Australia, which have yet to be explored by man and womankind, the conversation and exchanges that take place in public lavatories are uncharted, unrecorded. Yet the banter that takes place there presents a slice of daily British life which, sadly, gets flushed and forgotten about. Not anymore. This is In The loo.
1: In the loo I'm listening from behind the door In the loo Recording your thoughts and maybe even more In the loo Boys will banter and girls will talk In the loo Real observations are what I stock Whoa, 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 whoa In the loo i share what I heard with you.
0: While at a public lavatory in the West End of London, I chanced upon two men having a charming conversation that beautifully bridged the gap between British and North American humour. Here’s the setting. Two men who clearly know each other well enter the loo together. One is a Brit, the other a Yank. The American makes his way into one of the cubicles. Oi, Grant, what are you doing in there? What do you think I'm doing? I'm uh, dropping a deuce. Dropping a deuce? Is that like a game of cards or like a hand in poker or something? Nope. But I'll do a royal
1: flush soon if you let me both finish.
2: I ain't being dodgy enough, Hank. But why should I buy Roy's Sunday roast from the butcher when I can get it from Dale, the man
0: with the vein? While going through the master files of past Dookie radio shows, I came across many features which I'd completely forgotten about. In the loo, which you just heard earlier, was one of them. And while lavatory humour has a selective appeal, I feel that the banter that takes place in our many public WCs is worth making note of. A night on the tiles may not always involve dancing, yet may be equally as fun. Well, you'll get some good banter out of it anyway. And depending upon the location of the loo, you may get a little bit more.
2: I ain't being dodgy enough, I think. But why should I buy Roy's Sunday roast from the butcher when I can get it from Dale, the man with the vein?
0: Hey, what's a bloody dookie then?
2: Yeah, I've been doing some codeine since we've been back from from our vacation.
0: You do seem a little bit sedated. Yeah,
2: I'm a little coding, and, and I'm, uh, well, I'm, I'm tapering off of it. You know, codeine's too easy to get in this country. If you're listening from North America, you know that you in North America, you can only get codeine with a prescription. Over here, people, if you don't know this, you can just walk into your local pharmacy and ask for it. You know, it's a wonderful thing. And it's a little too easy because, you know, it's nice.
0: Britain is turning you into an addict, yeah Yes, Marcia.
2: you know, you would think that, you know, all Americans, you know, we're all on some kind of something or other. But, you know, over here you can get codeine. You go in and you say, can I have that? It's got, you know, a buttload of codeine in it and they give it to you. You Dr- know, sometimes you might get, you know, the person who... You know, they're a little keen or they've just been on a training day or something. They go, you know, you know, is this for you? And you go, yeah, you know, you can only take this for three days. And I go, yeah, I know. And that's it.
1: Dangerous drugs. They're over here and over yeah, the counter. so,
2: you know, don't do that. Yeah, and I try not to do it for more than three days. But I had post, you know, like Sylph said, you know, post-holiday blues and... Yeah, now I'm tapering off of it, and, you know, it's it's biting.
0: How many days have you been on the cocaine oh, well, wave?
2: Well, like, you know... Coca-
0: did I say cocaine? I meant to say codeine. Not cocaine,
2: codeine. 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 It's different. It's legal, Apologies, people.
0: Apologies, I have no idea. That genuinely was not a Freudian slip. Yeah, no, slip. it's
2: understandable. They, so it's the same one. Uh, same two letters. Uh, how long have I been on it? Uh, six days. Six, five days. See, I had a really stressful day at work last Tuesday, and I came home, and I couldn't relax, you know, even though it was fine. I, I, we couldn't relax, so, you know, I took some codeine, and that's not why you should take it, but I'm taking over your whole segment. I'm sorry.
0: Dangerous drug addictions that's of okay. the over-the-counter variety. I think it's very
2: interesting, because there has been codeine out on the kitchen counter, and I did wonder, and I, I will help you. Yeah, thank. You know, that's I'm coming off of it, but yeah, thanks. It's, yeah.
0: I like, I like Sylvia, you're going to be giving support to your flatmate Marsha with her codeine addiction. Well, you no,
2: know, I know what she's talking about because I like it too. You know, and it's 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 it, it doesn't get quite the hangover of, you know drinking. Didn't you see an, a human being being escorted out of a venue the other night by way of the audience chucking him out?
0: I was at a a gig at the weekend last Saturday and the headlining band Discharge. And there was one lad there who... Yeah, nice name. They were not to my taste. No. Anyway, at this gig, there was a Spanish chap of about 24 years of age, shirtless, and he'd been behaving like a nasty weapon for most of the evening. During Discharge's set, and I've never seen this happen before, I've seen people pushed out of venues and dealt with by security, this was quite unique. Initially, I thought this lad was being lifted up in crowd-surfing mode. Um, th- no. Basically, everyone had had enough of this chap. And by everyone... 600 people or so and they all with the help of the security people carried him pushed him with the speed of a tsunami all the way to the exit he was propped up so high he had to duck in order to not hit the top of the door frame i have never seen anything like this happen before
2: what a fantastic way to get rid of someone it's reminded me
0: of a medieval film or a film that takes place in the medieval era obviously cinema was not around at that time but a film set in the medieval era in which somebody is banished from the village if there were stones on the floor of this venue they would have pelted this man i've never seen 600 people number one so focused in getting rid of one chap and also (laughs) so relieved to have done a rather good job it took one millisecond to get him from stage to the door and when i say that everybody took part everybody took part at least 500 people helped to push this man across
2: isn't that wonderful that if he's annoying you you might as well use him for entertainment while at the same time getting rid of him i think that's rather nice it's great. It's better than two, you know, big, huge men coming and, you know, like, throwing him on the sidewalk. You know what I mean? It's like they got rid of him, but they also provided entertainment for everyone.
0: It was incredible. Although for a brief moment while Discharge were playing, the audience, for, it took about three seconds, genuinely. But during that time, everybody was facing away from the stage. <laughs> and there was a little, yeah, well, there was a little, uh... Uh, gulf in between the stage and the building crowd who were pushing this chap to his eventual exit If
2: if you name your band Discharge I'm thinking worse things have happened at your gigs True You know I'm not casting aspersions on them I'm thinking that they're probably Your name is Discharge You're going to be ready for anything
0: They're a 1980s British hardcore band a veteran band Very well loved You are such a big wreck. Hey, yo, Scotty, ginger-haired boy over there. Why did you call me a big Rick? In the last 30 minutes, we've peeked behind the scenes of what makes the Dookie radio show tick. And we've also, in great, well, not great, but adequate third-person fashion, examined what's wrong with Dookie. The whinging levels, they've been high, and the self-absorption levels they've been intense maybe it's something in the air or maybe it's just post-tour post-holiday back to school winters around the corner blues but the fact that you are listening to this and continue to support the show makes all this whinging and all this self-absorption null and void i'm not quite at the jeffrey bernard levels of drink-fueled misery quite yet but i do say absolutely far too much And it's absolutely been a pleasure to have you having me in your respective auditory canals. My name is Dukey and this has been What's Wrong with Dukey, the Director's Commentary Edition. May the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Thanks for listening.